The last time we we checked in with John Ho, he was still in California. He's the CEO, of course, of Land Sea Homes. And they were in the process of relocating from Newport Beach to uh, downtown Dallas. And he brought those people out of California in the middle of the summer when it was 107. And now he's here when it's in the teens. But they're busy and they're making acquisitions. John Ho, the uh, CEO of Land Sea Homes, joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Hi, David. Thanks for having me. So your, your, your wardrobe, I mean, everybody who you brought with you, too, their wardrobe increased dramatically, I would assume. You definitely have to increase the range of your wardrobe here, that's for sure. <laughs> and then you have to have a wide range even during the day because the temperatures vary pretty drastically in the morning to the evening. I know. Well, we layer. We layer. That's what we, that's, I think that's, that's the term for it. So tell me about this. I saw the other day that, that you made an acquisition, and it was right here, right around the corner, Arlington-based, and Terry's Homes, $232 million for that deal. So this adds to a portfolio. You guys are already in, like, New York and Boston and Arizona and throughout California. Is the new emphasis going to be here in Texas, and especially in North Texas? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of our strategies has been uh, to grow in the right markets. And you know, we've been saying for a while now that since our inception in California and expansion to Arizona, Texas and Florida are, are key markets for growth for us. Uh, the demographic trends, uh, the availability of land, uh, the, just the demand of housing in these markets is really quite robust. So these are markets that we think are going to be key drivers of growth for us the next five, 10 years. Yeah, the challenge uh, for individuals has been affordability and just trying to find something. So what's the sweet spot? Where can you, you know, what price range can you build and be reasonably sure that you're going to, you know, sell out? Yeah, our our strategy has been always to build in prime markets. And when we mean by prime markets, it means that markets are close to employment centers, job centers. So for example, when we start in California, we're primarily in the Bay Area. We're in Southern California, Orange County, Ontario. And now that we're in Arizona and Texas and Florida, the markets that we build in are Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, Orlando. Yeah. So these markets have great jobs, uh, we've seen great job creation. We've great, seen also great wage growth as well. But you're absolutely right. At the same time, we're battling these high interest rates, right? So our key has been to build affordable product. Uh, sometimes it's more dense product, smaller uh, building footprints that offer that home that's a lower average selling price. So in these markets, we're typically offering a home that's anywhere in the low 400,000s to $500,000. Boy, there are not many places you can build $400,000 homes. I guess that's what drags you back to this area because of the land availability? Land availability, the terms that you can negotiate those uh, land deals, and then also allowing us, and we're doing that in Austin right now, uh, where our first high-performance homes are being built. They're a little bit more dense. We're also offering some attached product. So the desire, I believe, in the community, and particularly our target home buyers, are they do want that first home. They want to be able to raise their families, do all the things that generations before us have it, but they're or offering it in a little bit more of a dense sort of product profile. And people are learning how to live uh, in those homes and enjoy those homes. So the corporate strategy here, I mean, and, and Terry's is an established company. 
and they've got a certain amount of inventory that you can get all at once. That's, I guess, a roll-up, which is kind of what we saw back, I don't know, a decade ago, 15 years ago, whether it was D.R. Horton or Lennar or KB Home as they were scaling up. Is this what you're, what you're going to do? Are you going to scale up like that? Yeah, home builders, uh, as you mentioned, since the beginning have all had to grow through scale. And particularly when they enter new markets, it takes a while to find a piece of land, develop that, title that, develop it, and deliver homes. Uh, this is a faster way of penetrating a market and getting that skill. Because it is a business of scale, you have to have the land relationships. You have to have access to the subcontractor base and the suppliers. And then you have to have the right talent. So by buying these kind of companies whole cloth, we're able to immediately get to that scale, get that penetrate in the market, and then obviously grow that um, in existing market using land seas, expertise, access to capital, and so forth. So it is a very proven and tried method in terms of growing a national home building company. But you got to have somebody to buy. And I, my, my sense was, and I'm, I'm obviously, I guess I'm wrong, but I really thought every all the smaller guys had been squeezed out by the big guys, and that that had been done, and there wasn't there wasn't much left. In a lot of markets, that is probably correct. But Texas has actually been a very interesting market. Texas, because of its history and availability of capital and the amount of regional banks here that are interested and willing to lend to home builders in this marketplace. There is actually a prolific amount of smaller private builders in the Texas housing markets. So, for example, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth market, the largest publicly traded home builders in the country only have about 50, 56 percent market share. That's very different in some other markets. Uh, in a market like Orlando or maybe a market like Southern California, it could be upwards of 70, 80 percent market wow. share. So in Texas, there still are quite a few private builders here that are of scale, like an Antares. Uh, there are still there are still opportunities for companies like us to roll them up, bolt them onto our business and grow. But but again, it's access to capital that you've got to have. Are you you're finding capital here? Because I thought you have Chinese roots, and I really thought maybe that the, that you had funding coming from the parent from from Lancy Group. Well, we've actually been very, uh, we've been independent for a long time now. Uh, Lancy Group was our initial financial sponsors when we started the company back in 2013. We took the company public in 2021. At that time, we diversified our shareholders, uh, including a lot of institutional uh, shareholders now that make up our shareholder base. With that, we were able to raise uh, capital on Wall Street. Uh, both through the form of our revolving line of credit, where we have a syndicate of large U.S. banks, and then also accessing the public uh, capital markets as well, whether it's from an equity or whether it's from a debt. So we're a publicly traded company now, uh, independent, uh, with a majority independent board that has access to the, you know, the U.S. capital markets. That has really allowed us to be less reliant on uh, whether it's foreign capital or local capital, uh, banking capital, and more focused on the public, more focused on accessing the public. I guess the, the lenders are pro I'm really interested in you and, and creditworthiness, but I would guess they are also really interested in the areas so that they've got that kind of safety. You know, I would think that maybe developing in the Sunbelt would be comforting to the lenders too. 
Yeah, lenders like the diversity. So they don't like any one particular market. They like if you're diversified so that if any particular market were to see some kind of a pullback in demand or in the economic growth, that you'd be able to balance that with the rest. So building this bi-coastal business that we have now, and then also now filling it with Texas um, in a big way through this acquisition and kind of uh, completing this sort of sunbelt uh, geographic footprint that we have is definitely very, uh, it's good for our shareholders, it's good for our um, lenders as well. So what are the challenges are uh, out there for you right now? Is it still labor, I, I would assume, is is difficult? I don't know about the supply chain. Is that is that all clean now? Uh, on the supply chain front, uh, we've had a ton of improvement in that area. Uh, we, you know, probably got as worse in terms of the depth of COVID, you know, our cycle times had increased maybe double. They've now pulled back now. We are able to build a house now, usually in a six month time frame. Uh, so the availability of materials is there. Labor is one of those things that we always have challenges with. Um, Fortunately, here in Texas, uh, and I would say other markets like Florida, where you have a lot of migration to, uh, there is more access to that labor, given that this is still a very desirous place for people to come and live and work. I'd say the other part of it that's been challenging has been the volatility of interest rates, as you know. Uh, this past call 12 or 18 months, the volatility in interest rates and their impact on mortgage rates certainly have uh, had a big impact on housing demand. I, I was amazed the other day. The refinancing rate was up double digits. It, it Evidently, I mean, interest rates have not dropped all that much, but there must be a lot of people who were bagged at very high 30-year mortgage rates. They could already afford to refinance. They are moving quickly. Yeah. It's actually interesting for new home builders like us. You have a lot of, actually, most of the country, anybody that refinanced their house, I would say, called um, two years ago, right, all have really low mortgage rates. So 3%, 5% kind of mortgage rates, right? And what you can get today in the market is going to be called in the sevens. And it got as high as eights uh, last year. So a lot of people are staying in place now and choosing not to, you know, sell their homes because they have a great monthly sure. payment, great mortgage rate. So it's created a really low uh, availability, low inventory in a resale market. And the time when the entire housing market is under supply, there's a lot of demand, particularly in markets like Texas and Dallas, Fort Worth, where people are moving here and wanting to buy homes. So where do they go? They go to the new home builders. New home builders have been very tactical uh, in our strategies and being able to offer not only new homes and product when there's not available, but also providing mortgage incentives, uh, attracting these uh, new families, first time home uh, buyers to buy a new home for us with really attractive uh, incentives. And, and that's really around these mortgage rates. It really is a dynamic business. It's remarkable. John John Ho is the uh, CEO of Lansing Homes Corporation, publicly traded and uh, new North Texas residents. Good to have you with us again. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.